Hello, I am Joshua P. Warren, and this is Joshua P. Warren Daily. Mobius sent me a really interesting article that was published in Time magazine. Of course, Time is one of the most respected publications in the world. And so uh, it's quite interesting to have an article in Time called The U.S. Military Believes People Have a Sixth Sense. And uh, I posted this recently on my Twitter feed. You find it posted there at time.com. And it's by Annie Jacobson. I'd just like to read you some of the beginning of this article in Time. In 2014, the Office of Naval Research, or ONR, embarked on a four-year $3.85 million research program to explore the phenomena it calls premonition and intuition, or spidey sense, for sailors and marines. Quote, we have to understand what gives rise to this so-called sixth sense, says Peter Squire, a program officer in ONR's Expeditionary Maneuver Warfare and Combating Terrorism Department. Today's Navy scientists place less emphasis on trying to understand the phenomena theoretically and more on using technology to examine the mysterious process, which Navy scientists assure the public is not based on superstition. Quote, if the researchers understand the process, there may be ways to accelerate it and possibly spread the powers of intuition throughout military units, end quote, says Dr. Squire. The Pentagon's focus is to maximize the power of the sixth sense for operational use. Quote, if we can characterize this intuitive decision-making process and model it, then the hope is to accelerate the acquisition of these skills, end quote, says Lieutenant Commander Brent Old of ONR's Warfighter Performance Department for Human and Bioengineered Systems. Quote, are there ways to improve premonition through training, he asks. According to the Pentagon, the program was born of field reports from the war theater, including a 2006 incident in Iraq when Staff Sergeant Martin Richburg, using intuition, prevented carnage in an IED, or improvised explosive device, incident. Commander Joseph Cohn, a program manager at the Naval Office, told the New York Times, quote, These reports from the field often detailed a sixth sense or spidey sense that alerted them, them to an impending attack or IED or that allowed them to respond to a novel situation without consciously analyzing the situation, end quote. More than a decade later, today's Defense Department has accelerated practical applications of this concept. Active duty Marines are being taught to hone precognitive skills in order to, quote, preempt snipers, IED emplacers, and other irregular assaults using advanced perceptual competences that have not been well studied, end quote. Because of the stigma of ESP and PK, the nomenclature has changed allowing the Defense Department to distance itself from its remote-viewing past. Under the Perceptual Training Systems and Tools banner, extrasensory perception has a new name in the modern era, sense-making. In an official Defense Department literature, 
uh, since making is defined as, quote, a motivated, continuous effort to understand connections, which can be among people, places, and events in order to anticipate their trajectories and act effectively, end quote. That's all I'll read, because I think that gives you a very clear idea of what's happening here. And I think it's uh, wondrous and fascinating, but it's really not surprising. And that's because when you hear stories from people like myself saying that the military is interested in what we call good old-fashioned psychic phenomena, wishing machines, radionics, this sort of stuff, uh, it it might seem like my imagination is, is getting a little carried away here. But no, it's true. I can tell you for a fact that Dr. Mulder has um, has been contacted by people with the military and worked with them on projects using what we call wishing machines. Uh, but before I get to that, I, you know, let me point out here that the military, the U.S. military, has the most expensive, sophisticated technology in the world. And yet... We live in a world where so many people right now at this particular point in the cultural cycle sort of tend to worship technology. A lot of people don't believe in anything except technology, that technology is God. And yet what we find is that the more advanced our technology gets, what we're actually doing is trying to make that technology more human-like. That's the significance of artificial intelligence and automated systems. Um, So it's kind of ironic because it's it's a mistake for you to look at technology as something that is superior to what's happening within the conscious and spiritual context of the human brain and not realize that all we're trying to do is replicate the mysterious sense of intelligence and connection that we humans experience through the brain when we are using all of these advanced technological systems. I hope what I'm telling you is making sense. I guess I could sort of condense it to say um, the more we try to advance our technology, the more we're trying to make the technology look like the human consciousness. And the reason is the human consciousness can do things that are truly inexplicable. But, you know, real phenomena occurs, manifests, materializes from people who are able to tap in to the power of the human consciousness and the spiritual connection that that gives us between ourselves and the universe. And I think that's uh, maybe a big component of what spirituality is. You know, that's a a loaded word in many ways, but I think spirituality has to do with the sense of being connected, you know, connectedness. And so uh, that's just how we view it in our minds, that, uh, that feeling that we have. And in my ebook that I released earlier this year called Finding Your Magic, which you can read instantly, you can read it right now if you go to joshuapwarren.com. 
and go to the Curiosity Shop and scroll down, you'll find a, a banner there that will tell you about finding your magic. And you can watch the video that I put together there about it. Um, I talked about different personality types and how different people respond to different ways of sort of tapping into their ability to manifest. And one of those types is what I called the techno. And I find that a lot of today's youth, especially, uh, have a tendency to be technos, meaning that um, they view the idea of spirituality and psychic phenomena and all that stuff, and even religion for that matter, as just really old-fashioned and outdated, and basically it just seems like a bunch of superstitious mumbo-jumbo hogwash bullshit right because they are absorbed in this false world called the cyber world you know because the cyber world is is not the real world it's modeled on the real world but it's not the real world not by a long shot that's why you know uh, the whole internet is really kind of like that second life game you know, you, you can't tell what somebody is really like just by looking at what they provide for you on the internet or what somebody else is providing for you about that person on the internet. I mean, the simplest example of this is going to just somebody's Facebook page and, you know, all their pictures make them look really, really nice, you know, and then, then you meet that person in, in the flesh and they don't quite look like they do in those pictures. Um, that's just one obvious example and so I think a lot of today's youth, um, they make this mistake of, uh, you know, instead of having to, to face the hardships of life that you deal with in the real world, they understandably turn to this false world that's created in the technology. And so because that that false world allows your fantasy to run wild, then it's very easy for you to just uh, go that route mentally and say, oh, this is what's important. You know, the microchips and the circuits and the batteries and, you know, this is what, you know, and, um, and they start substituting that for ideas of organic power, power of the brain, power of the mind, power of the spirit. Um, but then again, you, you reach a point where, look at the end of the day you're either going to get flesh and blood impacts made in the world or not um, the internet can guide you and guide a human in a certain direction but still that human has to to take physical action and so that's why human centric elements are the most advanced and interesting elements that we've encountered in the world, you know, and I, I, I'm, I'm dismissing aliens and stuff like that right now because I, I don't know the last time I sat down and had a picnic with an alien, okay? But I see humans every day, and humans are extremely uh, strange and enigmatic beings, and we all are tapped into something, and then we're channeling that something, and we don't know exactly where it's coming from. We don't know um, the limits of what we can do by channeling this power. Um, there are still many, many questions. But 
this kind of story illustrates for you how that when you're like you know when you're when you're in the military um your job is to to get an objective accomplished just to get it done and you you half the time don't even get to decide what the objective is you're just told here's the objective get it done and you don't really necessarily care how everything works you just want to know if it works and if it works how can i make it work better it's a very cut and dry cause and effect and for that matter a very scientific way of dealing with problem solving and so in this day and age when we have such incredible technology to see stories like this in time magazine confirming with you know official quotes from people who are right there going on the record um, confirming that the military despite all of its bells and whistles is more interested than ever in the idea of a spidey sense um, an intuition basically psychic phenomena it shows you the reality of this and how that it, it, it you can you can train it you can tap into it um, at least that's that's the idea you know it's not uh, I don't think it's ever going to be a hundred percent because there's too much going on in people's minds but I find it interesting how that in when I was doing my program about finding your magic in person here in Vegas earlier this year I said that it's funny how we all actually acknowledge that there are people who have these special skills but we usually don't call them psychic or whatever we say oh well, that person's so fortunate or that guy is really lucky or this person is blessed or this guy lives a charmed life you know we we come up with these sort of phrases these figures of speech that we toss around and we use with certain individuals out there and if you ask a lot of people who are very successful uh, whatever success means to that person you know especially in my case I've talked to a lot of people who are the heads of big companies or they're very wealthy financially or they've uh, you know they've accomplished some kind of significant goal uh, and I ask them, like, you know, do you feel that you have some type of psychic ability that's helped you or whatever? And a lot of them don't like that word either. But they, they will always say, well, you know, I have a, I have a good uh, intuition. I have good instincts. I follow my gut. You know, people use all these other words to describe what you can just cut to the chase, really, and just call psychic phenomena or ESP. And so I am not at all... Uh, embarrassed or ashamed to use that word because I think if somebody you know wants me to be all PC with it well then they're probably not going to be the type of person I want to talk to about this anyway but you see in the military how this same thing has happened because again in this article they're saying well you know they don't really talk too much about psychic phenomena or ESP now it's called sense making sense making which seems like kind of a silly word to me, frankly, but uh, that's funny how that when you have something that actually works, that is actually a part of the truth in life, that persists so long that inevitably you have to keep coming back to it, then there is always an attempt to redefine 
the terms just to separate yourself from the last group of people who were talking about it even though you're talking about the same exact thing uh, so we see that happening here. We see this happen with uh, the UFO field. You know, a lot of people don't like to talk about UFOs. They talk about ETVs, which is extraterrestrial vehicles, or uh, UAPs, unexplained aerial phenomena, or they don't talk about aliens. They talk about um, what uh, EBEs. Uh, extraterrestrial biological entities you know everybody is trying to come up with ways of sort of um, re uh, re remaking or the, the language basically and so we see this happening here in the in the military but it's still all the same stuff that we're talking about and that should gives you give you some sense of the uh, the legitimacy here and the power of all this so again, you know, I read this and I thought, boy, I um I hope that the people who are interested in this will read my ebook, Finding Your Magic. It's available to every single one of you listening to this podcast. Once again, just go to joshuapwarren.com, click the link to the curiosity shop, scroll down there and you'll find how you can download this ebook instantly, and you'll also get a little something in the mail with it as well, as you'll see. Um, of course, my uh, mom and dad's creation, the Brown Mountain Lights wind chimes are also on that page. So uh, it's not too late if you want to get any of those goodies for Christmas. We'll put them in the mail immediately. But uh, I am going to have a pretty busy next couple of months. It looks like I'm going to be on an airplane at least twice, uh, flying weather permitting, weather permitting, um, to a couple of snowy destinations. Frankly, not my favorite thing. I'm not a big snow guy. You know, I prefer to uh, to snorkel in 90 degree crystal clear tropical waters. That's more my style. But it looks like I'm going to be doing a couple of trips for some TV shoots, and I'll be telling you more about that as I get closer and closer. These should both be experiences that I can tell you about as they're happening. So I can kind of call in and tell you what's going on uh, on a day-by-day basis. And one of them in particular, I know, will be very interesting to you as a listener to this podcast. This podcast is always short. It's always free. It's called Joshua P. Warren Daily. That's because I try to leave one for you every day. You can find a link to this podcast at joshuapwarren.com, and when you do that, when you click that link, you'll find you can subscribe through various means, or just follow me on Twitter, at joshuapwarren, at joshuapwarren, and I will tweet when a new one is available. That's it for today. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your interest and support. Thank you for staying curious, and I will talk to you again soon.